Hello and welcome to another Real Estate Investment Industry Insights. Uh, today I'm talking about the due diligence checklist. I've been asked uh, by a few individuals that are out there actively looking to acquire a real estate investment, uh, what they should look for and is there a checklist that they should go through. So I put together these uh, kind of top 10, if you will, um, things to consider when you're doing your uh, due diligence for your checklist. You know, the first thing I would recommend is to engage your attorney that understands real estate transactions. So uh, you want to talk with them about how they can look at the purchase and sale agreement and give you feedback. Uh, one word of advice on that one is limit the time. So ask your attorney how long it would take to review the purchase and sale agreement so you can kind of keep your expenses down. So uh, have your attorney engage your attorney to look at the purchase and sale agreement uh, as well as any other key legal documents related to the transaction. The next item would be to engage the title company. Understand who the title company is that gives you the property title report. So you want to make sure that uh, you have a good relationship there so that they can help you understand the ins and outs of the title report. Uh, it's also, also more cost effective to have your uh, title uh, reviewed at the title company level prior to giving it to the attorney uh, just so that that way help save some costs and, and you can uh, give it to the attorney with some notes already on it. Um, if you're going to manage the property uh, yourself, um, you know, make sure you have all the information necessary. But I would recommend that if you are going to outsource the management, that you look at hiring and interviewing um, a property management company that knows the market, has engaged in these types of asset classes before, and they have uh, other types of clients that they can uh, refer you to for recommendations. So uh, a good property management company and a good property manager will save you a lot of time and a lot of money. Um, and I stress the money aspect of it. Um, you can't replace a good property manager, and they can really help you with the due diligence process of the ins and outs. Um, if the, the property is already being managed by somebody, uh, Talk with them, you know, interview them, have the conversation with them, get permission to, to talk with them. If the seller doesn't let you talk to the current property manager, that should be a red flag right there of why they won't let you. And you may want to just pass on this opportunity. Um, you want to review all the financial records. Uh, you can do this in conjunction with your CPA uh, or with the, the person there on your team uh, that is uh, looking at the, re the, uh, the financials. So what you want to be able to get from the seller is you want to be able to get at least the last three years of tax returns, uh, profit and loss statements, the capital expenditure report, the bank statements, and rent roll. Um, if you engage your CPA, I would take the same stance with your CPA as you did with your attorney, which is kind of ask how much time it would take to review them so you can kind of set your budget. Um, also, if you're currently working with a uh, um, any other type of third party uh, broker as it relates to getting your financing, things like that, uh, engage them earlier uh, than later. You want to review the third-party service contracts. This is one you want to make sure that you have uh, in your files uh, as it relates to the, the contracts for like the roof, the HVAC, mechanical, uh, elevator, uh, landscaping, janitorial, uh, the parking lot services, um, you know, sweeping, snow removal, things like that. Uh, any other third-party contracts that would be in place that would be assigned to you or need to be assigned to you. 
Um, and if you have your own, you want to see if there's some out clauses uh, in those contracts so that the seller has to uh, basically cancel those contracts so you can bring in your own team. Reviewing the current leases. This is something I would say this is probably the biggest part of the due diligence, which is interview uh, interviewing the current tenants and reviewing the leases. A lot of buyers uh, don't review the leases as thorough as they should, but at the end of the day, that's what you're buying. You're buying the cash flow from this property. So you want to make sure that you're protected. Um, you know, Starbucks is known for having in there a six-month out. So if they say they have a 10-year deal or a five-year deal with Starbucks and you look at the lease and it says they got a six-month notification to be out at any time, that's really a six-month lease. So you want to make sure you understand what you're responsible for as the uh, the buyer. Um, on the retail, you hear a lot of uh, sellers say that they have a triple net property. Well, a triple net property versus an absolute triple net property, you want to understand that because an absolute triple net property means you as the owner do, do nothing on that property. Um, you see a lot of triple net offerings out there, but it ends up being that you are still, as the owner, still responsible for structural and roof. So you want to make sure you really understand those leases. And this is, again, where you may want to have your property manager um, or engage a property manager uh, for them to give you a lease synopsis on the uh, on the leases. It will definitely uh, help protect your, uh, your investment. So interviewing the tenants, absolutely do this. Um, you've got to get in there and understand what the tenants are seeing, what they're talking about, if there's any issues or the things that are deferred, uh, have there been problems. Um, and this also goes in line with the rent roll, you know, looking for those who's the slow pay. You may have tenants like a uh, seasonal shop, like a tux shop or something like that, where they're really good at paying the rents through the uh, activities of, you know, fall and spring and summer, but the winter, they just have no um, ability to pay the rent. So they have to defer it for 90 days. So just make sure you understand the, uh, the, the cash flows. Um, and you can talk to the tenants to really get an understanding. Now there'll be tenants that will complain. Um, you got to remember that people sometimes on the tenant side, take this opportunity to try to renegotiate their deal with you before you buy the property. But, uh, you have to just really be, uh, aware of, where the information is coming from and uh, are they being forthright or are they looking to just uh, get a better deal for themselves? So kind of, uh, you know, look at that. And I always bring in somebody else in the interviews with me, not just me myself. So you might want to have another set of ears there to listen and uh, provide feedback. Um, confirm with the seller that there are not any outstanding litigations. This is extremely important. Also confirm it with the seller's broker because if there is something they know about, they have to disclose that to you. So make sure that you're asking about any outstanding litigation, um, any closed litigations concerning the property. Uh, has there been anything over the last couple of years where someone's put a lien on the property or anything like that? Which you should see in the title report, but just uh, confirm that um, and see if there's any outstanding litigations. Uh, request copies of any of the resolved or outstanding legal actions. Um, and then that kind of goes into the environmental side as well. Um, you want to make sure you're reviewing the phase one environmental report for any issues. Um, you know, primarily around uh, if there's properties around it that had a gas station or something that was uh, leaking oil. Uh, and you can have something called the smear where it's kind of going across um, underground into your property or potential property. So understanding the environmental and don't, uh, I would not acquire a property without a phase one. If it hasn't been updated, um, look for any of those concerns. And if it has 
been updated and they did a phase one prior to taking it to market, reach out and interview uh, the environmental group that, uh, that that did the work on that. So uh, that's important uh, as well as you go through your due diligence. Um, let's see what else we got. We got uh, engage the property, you know, engage a property inspector. So get somebody out there that understands the property. I like to use my current contractors. So if I'm looking at a property, I'm going to talk talk to my HVAC person, uh, my roofing person, um, my day porter, uh, anybody who's done work on any of my properties, uh, I like to bring them in because one, uh, I trust them. Uh, they do a great job for me. And then I know that they'll be honest with me. So uh, always bring in the people that, you, that you're working with um, already and, um, and get a good property inspection on that property, whatever the asset type is. You want to make sure there's not any major deferred maintenance or any structural issues, you know, things like that that might have been uh, you know, not disclosed, or the seller is an out of the area seller or hands off uh, owner, and they just don't really know exactly what's going on with the property. So just make sure you protect yourself and uh, get a really good uh, property inspection done on it. Um, confirm with the local jurisdictions, uh, the zoning, permitting, licensing, all those types of things, because some of the older properties may be grandfathered in. And there's a new zoning uh, for that property. So if you were to do any type of improvements or if the tenant moved out and you try to put a new tenant in there, there may be some uh, additional things you have to do, like pay additional monies in order to keep that type of use. Or that use will not be allowed anymore as well. So um, it's really important, and I can't stress this enough, to really go in and talk with the city, uh, talk with the planners, just really get a feeling for what's going on with your particular property you're looking at acquiring and the properties around you. Um, and then understand the processes for any type of, uh, you know, permitting, licensing, you know, any of the work that's going to be done on the property, if you're going to improve it, you know, um, things like that. You want to know all the good and the bad things that go along with the property. So that's pretty much it here today. Um, I think that's a, a pretty good list to get you started. If you have any questions whatsoever, or you run into any complications, or just want to chat about real estate investments, uh, feel free to send me an email at Derek at dokemail.com or give me a call at 425-802-3653. I wish you the best and have a great day.